Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet it can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Experience Better, the CX Podcast. I'm your host, Alfred Sawatsky, Director of Product Management at Kubra. In today's episode, we'll be talking about prepay customers and how they benefit. And we'll get it right away. We'll get into what what prepay is, what we're talking about, and we'll get in, we'll do a deep dive into the prepay uh, customer world. So prepay in the utility world definitely appeals to diverse groups of people for a ver- variety of reasons. So we're talking anywhere from um, you know the millennials to wealthy individuals, and there's other categories or segments of people in between. Joining me today is Lauren Papagallis, the product marketing manager at Kubra. And we're going to talk a little bit about who primarily benefits from prepay and why. So in case I haven't mentioned this before on this show, one of my roles is being the product manager for Kubra's prepay offering. And uh, Lauren is the product marketing manager uh, for that same product. So uh, Lauren and I have been working together a lot on this uh, prepay product for some time now. And she's done a lot of research on target market and customers. And it's that um, that research that we want to tap into and uh, learn a little bit about uh, in our conversation today. So, hey, Lauren, uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, Alfred. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, like I mentioned in my introduction, I just quickly mentioned prepay, but I thought it would be helpful to talk about or at least cover briefly, like what is prepay and how does it apply kind of to this utility uh, segment that we're talking about? Can you give us a bit of an overview? Yes, absolutely. So prepay energy is a solution that allows utility customers to add money to their utility account before the energy is used. And as the power is consumed, the prepaid balance declines. Prepay is a flexible payment option. It allows people to pay for energy on their time and budget. And it really is for this reason that prepay appeals to diverse groups of people. Yeah, so I think that's a really good uh, summarization of it. Do do you have some thoughts on like the top beneficiaries of prepay or what, what groups of people might benefit from it? Yeah, definitely. So Prepay can potentially benefit any individual based on their needs and preferences. But um, at Kubra, we've really identified top four audience that benefit the most. And the first is millennials. The next is limited income individuals. Then on the opposite spectrum, wealthy individuals. And finally, small to medium-sized businesses or SMBs. And I know I've I've seen other c- categorizations as well. So I just want to acknowledge that this isn't necessarily all the all the segments, but like you mentioned, these are kind of the top four that we've I- identified. So why don't we just dive in? So you listed uh, millennials first. Um, do you happen to know what age range the millennials are? Yeah, 
I've heard it before and I can't remember. Yeah, so millennials at this time, which we're recording March 2021, they're between the ages of 22 and 38. Um, So I know there's some flexibility around that. Some say 24 to 40, but that is the general age group. Okay. I mean, that's, that's good to keep in mind. So I know uh, when, when you end up segment segmenting groups of the population, you end up generalizing, but so I'm going to make some more generalizations here, but my perception of millennials are that they are tech savvy. Um, they love convenience and choice. They're eco-conscious and currently, or I guess in the last few years, they have rising debt rates uh, that could be primarily attributed to uh, graduating college during the Great Recession. And now, of course, um, with all the economic strains and stresses caused by COVID um, and the lockdowns, there there are other uh, debts factoring into that as well. Um, so that that's what I generally know about millennials. Can you speak more about this demographic? Yeah, definitely. And I am a millennial myself, so I think you're pretty spot on on some of those assumptions. Millennials are really the top prepaid demographic, and that that is due to their socioeconomic status. Um, As you mentioned, the rising debt rates, their willingness to try new payment trends such as digital wallets, and their preference for smaller, more manageable payment sizes. And millennials make up a really big, large market share right now. Um, About 22% of the U.S. population are millennials, and about 27% of the Canadian population are millennials. So they're a driving force in the economy. So that's a pretty big chunk. It's a sizable chunk of, um, of those populations. So given their size and their willingness to try new payment trends and preferences and such. What are the uh, specific benefits that prepay would offer millennials? Yeah. So some of the reasons why they'll really benefit is prepay makes it easier for millennials to manage their expenses and payment dates. And as you mentioned, um, there are rising debt rates. And um, actually, 62% of millennials live paycheck to paycheck, according to a CNBC survey. And I've also seen that 70% of millennials are interested in an expense management service that provides more control over their spending. So prepay just offers these individuals another payment option, and it helps them save money and energy while monitoring their monthly expenses. Well, so let's talk a little bit about what, how it would actually help them save money. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I have some ideas. But. Yeah, I mean, one reason is they're paying for what they need um, mm-hmm. in advance. So they can, let's say they charge their account with $30 and maybe that covers seven days. I'm just making up... Um, figures here, Mm -hmm. but they can closely monitor the money they're spending and how much energy they're using. So in turn, just being more mindful can help save them money. But um, yeah, definitely interested in hearing your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I think it was along the lines of what you were talking about 
it's from what I understand for prepay programs to work well, because you have that threat of being disconnected if you run out of money, that the utility has to uh, um, pick up their their communication game. So then the utility is communicating with their customers more frequently. So instead of just getting uh, a bill at the end of the month saying this is how much energy you used, it's possible you could get you know even up to daily notifications saying oh by the way you used four dollars and thirty seven cents worth of power yesterday, and if that seems high to you, then you as a user you know, eventually it'll become subconscious. It's like, oh, shoot, yeah, I remember, you know, I left um, my TV running while I went out for a walk or whatever. And then the the event of using power is is closer time-wise to when you actually get feedback on it. So I imagine that helps. I've heard numbers. I mean, I've seen numbers from different utilities who've implemented prepay that they have energy savings or prepay customers anywhere in the range, like from five to 15%. And that is simply, I think it's attributed just to the awareness people have and they're choosing to use less, there's less wastage from, from what I understand in those numbers. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, great point. So I also saw um, that about 25% of millennials are concerned with how energy programs can save them money um, so definitely prepay can help with this concern. But so let's talk about limited income individuals now. How does this demographic benefit from something like prepay? Definitely. So low-income individuals earn less than $28,000 per year, and they often struggle to afford one large utility payment each month. And roughly 11.5-12% of Americans are considered low income and nine and a half, ten percent of Canadians are considered low income. And they really benefit from prepay because it allows these individuals to better control their energy costs. And um, just for example, for the low income population, about 20% of their net income goes towards utility costs. So that's a pretty significant um, amount of their overall income that goes just to utility bills. So prepay helps break up this monthly payment into smaller, more manageable payments. And um, it helps low-income individuals keep their lights on, keep their electricity running, while utilities still get paid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a a good option. I know one one part of me or a, a critic might say, well, so you're, you're putting people who can least afford electricity in this case, and you're putting them onto a program that says, if you run out of money, we will disconnect you. So that sounds kind of dra you know draconian and harsh. Mm -hmm. um, from what I've seen in the industry, if you're not on prepay, so we would call that postpay, if you're just the regular way of using energy where you use it and then you pay afterwards, you can still run up huge debts. And there is a point in time where the, if you run up enough of a debt, the um, regulatory agencies allow the utility to cut you off. And then the recourse to getting power back on, it's, it's kind of onerous. You have to 
you know, pay a bigger deposit. You have to prove that you're credit worthy because, again, you're borrowing something. So you have to do the whole credit history thing. That way can be a really, uh, you know, a big hurdle to overcome. So what I've seen utilities do is say, yeah, we're allowed to, you know, the rules say we are now allowed to cut you off with the postpay system. We're allowed to disconnect you. But if we we can switch you to prepay, which means, yeah, you have this big debt, but we will structure it in such a way that you can keep your lights on. And if you keep making payments, we'll also take a little bit of each payment to pay down this huge debt that we would have shut you off for anyways. But now we're at least giving you the option. We're giving you another chance to at least keep the lights on. So it, I don't think it probably doesn't work for everyone. But uh, uh, the scenarios I've heard from utilities and that have prepay, I've heard some good um, good results there. Definitely, yeah, I've seen that too. I've some case studies where um, there's been some pilot programs where the majority of utility customers in debt have been able to pay down their debt on prepay while keeping their lights on. So it definitely is a win-win and just another option for these individuals. Right. And I know all the regulatory uh, commissions that have approved prepay will have, have a stipulation that says uh, prepay is strictly voluntary. And if it doesn't work out for you, the utility has to um, allow you to move back to the regular way of doing things. At, at your discretion. So mm-hmm. there, there's that safety valve in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we're still in the middle of COVID and the pandemic. Um, pandemic clearly has uh, affected everyone, but I imagine it might have affected uh, low-income individuals even harder. Uh, can you speak more about how the pandemic might have affected this group of people? Yeah, so you're right. Low in, the low-income population have been disproportionately impacted by the pandemic. And um, Pew Research actually has put out some statistics that 46% of low-income individuals have struggled to pay their bills since the pandemic hit in March 2020. Mm-hmm. And actually, 39% of uncollected electric bills it is attributed to changes in unemployment rates. So basically, um, you know, if people lose their jobs, then it's hard for them to make their electric bills. And that might be one of the last things they, they're able to pay for. Um, so prepay does help with this. Like we were just saying, their ability to pay down their debts, make small monthly payments while keeping their lights on. Um, so it's just a, potentially a really great option for these limited income individuals, specifically during the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so then going to, uh, let's say the other end of the uh, socioeconomic uh, spectrum is wealthy indiv- individuals. So we know that wealthy or retired individuals often own multiple properties from vacation homes to rental properties. So apparently that's one of the top reasons they like prepay too. Um, can you talk about that, um, that, that segment of people and why they like prepay? 
Yeah. So just like you said, wealthy or retired individuals often own multiple properties from vacation homes to rental properties. And this market size in America is about um, 21% of Americans are considered upper middle or in the high income class. And about seven and a half, eight percent of Canadians rank in the top 10% income group. So specifically in America, um, there are a lot of people that fall under this bucket. The wealthy population benefit from prepay because this group can voluntarily shut off power for months at a time when relocating to and from their second homes or as a way to manage utility bills at a rental property. And um, another stat from Pew Research is there's actually been a 64% increase in upper tier incomes in the past five decades. So specifically in America, people are getting wealthier. And I was interested to seeing, all right, well, how has this income group been affected by the pandemic in terms of home sales? And um, 40, there's actually been a 42% increase in high-end home sales in Q3 of 2020 as people looked for second homes amid the pandemic. And of course, interest rates are low and people want a second house to and maybe escape their city living or harsh weather conditions during lockdowns. So home sales really increased last year. And um, also, I saw that 10 to 15% of adults who moved during the COVID-19 pandemic actually relocated to their second vacation or vacation home. So prepay, again, is just a flexible payment option for this demographic for different reasons than the other um, groups we talked about so far, because it allows them to really voluntarily shut off their power when they're traveling to and fro their second homes. And it seems like um, if if you had multiple uh, properties, like if you're a landlord renting out to renters, you can at that point say, tell the renters, like, you know, you guys need to take care of the utilities. And that way the landlord isn't, you know, saddled with or with, with the hassle of, you know, renters not paying their utilities and then the landlord stuck with it. Seems like that could be some a way of approaching it as well. Definitely, yeah. And another example is if parents um, have a second home that maybe their college students are living in, and let's say the college students come home for the summer and they're able to fluctuate um, their electric their electricity based on that as well using prepay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay, so for those first three categories that we talked about, they were, um, you know, categories of people, or yeah, essentially segmented people. But there's a um, another group that it turns out, and I this was a surprise to me when I first heard about it some time ago, was small and medium sized businesses, because you'd think, well, what. I'll ask you and you can go into the details, but you know, you can hear about individuals having a hard time making payments or needing flexibility. But when you think about business, you're like, well, they got cash flow, you know, they, they deal with huge sums of money. How, even, even as, if it's just passing passing through, it's like, is the utility payment, does it really cost that much? And all that just 
goes to show us I've never run run a business. I don't know what a small and medium business are dealing with. But let's talk about that for a bit. How are they like? How is that group of SM, you know, small and medium business owners affected, and how can they benefit from prepay? Yeah, so this one's actually really timely. Um, I'll kind of focus on it uh, in re- with respect to the pandemic. So as we know, small and medium businesses have been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic due to lockdowns and business closures. And they are opting for smaller, more frequent payments that better align with their cash flows. And um, this doesn't even have to be during the pandemic, I think small businesses are typically very mindful of their expenses and how much money is coming in and out. Um, but the market size for small businesses is huge. So small businesses really account for more than 90% of all businesses in the United States and Canada. And the economy and our jobs are really running on these small businesses and they particularly need support now. So to really answer your question, um, prepay offers these small businesses the payment flexibility they need, particularly in challenging economic times. So for example, let's say small businesses are operating under new hours of operation. They can build a prepay, their prepay payments around their new hours or temporary business closures. Um, and they can also cr- pay, make smaller payment sizes to better match their cash flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it strikes me as a kind of a, a good cash flow management tool. I recently read that 43% of businesses temporarily closed last year in 2020 due to COVID-19. Yeah, exactly. Um, the pandemic has been especially tough for these small businesses and, um, I've been reading that the median business with about $10,000 in monthly expenses only has about two weeks worth of cash on hand at any time. So if you only have two weeks worth of cash and you're not bringing in your expected cash flow, then prepaid programs might really be your saving grace in cutting costs and managing your monthly expenses. And not only that, but um, the average small business owner has about $200,000 worth of debt. And um, that's from starting their business, maintaining their business. So again, prepaid just offers a payment option for this group, especially during trying times um, when they're trying to just stay afloat and cut their expenses. Well, cool. Thanks. Um, thanks for those thoughts on small and medium businesses. Um, I know we're, we're getting close to the end of our um, conversation today. And I know we've just touched the surface of prepay and how prepay can impact people at various uh, stages in their lives, various um, levels of wealth and income, uh, whether they're employed, unemployed, whether they run a business. It seems like um, it's, it's a it's a great another option that utilities can offer to their customers to help them. I don't know. I guess be more it offers them more flexibility to make payments based on their own 
resource availability. Um, I appreciate you uh, joining us today and kind of giving us that, introducing us to millennials and prepay, low income, wealthy and small and medium business owners. Thank you for having me on the show. And just to your point, piggybacking off that is really regardless of your demographic, socioeconomic status, I think we really highlighted today that um, it's the customer's choice to leverage the payment options available to them. And prepay is just another payment option that might benefit certain groups. Um, and that's what makes it such a great choice. Well said. And I think with that, uh, we'll wrap it up and we'll uh, talk to everyone again in their next episode. Great. Thanks, Alfred. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook at KubraWay. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Experience Better, the CX podcast is presented by Kubra. I'm your host, Alfred Sawatsky. Goodbye for now. I hope you experience better.